like to bake? I wonder what is the best cake you have ever baked or the best cake you've ever eaten? And how was it decorated? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Today's story is about a long ago pastry cook, that's just another word for a baker, who enters his newly baked cake into a royal baking contest. But then things go terribly wrong for him, and he has to find a way to solve his problem. This story is called The Sugar Mouse Cake. Sugar mice are just some sweets made with icing sugar and formed into the shape of a mouse. This story was written by Jean Zion and was published as a picture book in 1964 and it's now out of print. But it's one of my all-time favourite picture books to read aloud. Thanks to all of you who have been reading, reviewing and sharing this podcast with others. If you haven't already done so, please take a moment to do so now. And a huge thanks to Lukiana, age seven from South Africa, who recently sent us a lovely drawing inspired by our Grey Friars Bobby story from Scotland. What a terrific job, Lukiana! You can see it if you go to www.journeywithstory.com Click on the blog tab at the top of the page and look in last month's blog post. Thanks, Lukiana. This episode is dedicated to you. Let's take a journey with The Sugar Mouse Cake by Jean Zion. There was once a poor pastry cook named Tom who worked in the royal kitchen of the king. No one in the court knew what a fine pastry cook he was because he was never allowed to bake anything. Tom was the ninth assistant to the chief pastry cook and was just permitted to wash bowls and spoons. The only one who knew how well he could bake was Tina. Tina was a little white mouse who lived in the flower pantry. At night, when everyone had left the bakery, Tom baked little cakes especially for her. Tina thought they were the best cakes in the world and nibbled each crumb with squeaks of delight. She was very clever and Tom taught her many tricks. When he said, Ally up, Tina turned a somersault. When he said, Hold! Tina remained perfectly still, and when he played his music box, Tina danced. Tina loved to dance more than anything else. One day, Tom read a royal proclamation on the kitchen wall. It said, Whereas the chief pastry cook will retire next week, a royal contest will be held in the Great Hall tomorrow morning at nine. Be it known that whichever cook in the kingdom shall submit the best cake, he 
shall become the king's new chief pastry cook. When the other cooks saw Tom reading the proclamation, they winked at each other and snickered. <laughs> Are you going to bake a cake, Tom? One of them sneered. The others roared with laughter. <laughs> the cake he'd make would win, snickered another. A quick trip to the dungeon, sneered the first. The others laughed so hard that Tom ran and hid in the flower pantry with Tina. That night, when everyone had gone, Tom had no time to play his music box or watch Tina do her tricks. He had to make his cake while the ovens were still hot. He poured and mixed and measured and moved about so fast, Tina jumped into his pocket to keep out of the way. He spiced and diced, he whipped and dipped, he rolled and chopped and sprinkled. He stirred in this, he beat in that, he moved about so fast, he never even knew he'd knocked his little music box into the batter too. Tom made layer after layer, and then while Tina slept, he worked all night on the hardest part of all, the decorations. When morning came, Tom's cake was decorated from top to bottom with sugar mice. They had pink sugar eyes and pink sugar noses, and all of them looked as real as could be. Some were musicians, and others were dancers, and high in the middle on two little thrones sat a sugar mouse king and a sugar mouse queen. As Tom sat admiring his work, he suddenly realised it was late. He had to wrap up his cake and take it to the Great Hall. The Great Hall of the castle was filled with cakes and pastry cooks from every corner of the kingdom. The royal kitchen cooks were all so puffed with pride, they almost burst. Each was sure his cake was the best. When Tom came in carrying his cake, they snickered. <laughs> what have you got there? Old clothes? One sneered. The others roared with laughter. Then one of them pretended to trip Tom and almost made him fall and drop his cake. Everyone laughed even louder than before. But this time Tom didn't run and hide. He just walked straight ahead. When he got to an empty place at the end of a long table, Tom unwrapped his cake and looked at it happily. But all of a sudden his smile disappeared. There, at the foot of her throne, lay the Sugar Mouse Queen. She had fallen and broken in pieces. As Tom stared at the broken queen and the empty throne, his eyes filled with tears and he reached into his pocket for his handkerchief. Slowly, a look of surprise came over his face. Then he took something out of his pocket. But it wasn't his handkerchief. It was Tina. She'd been asleep in his pocket since the night before. All at once, the sound of trumpets filled the great hall. The royal contest had begun. Suddenly, Tom had an idea. He put the pieces of the broken queen in his pocket and placed her little golden crown on Tina's head. 
Then, just as the royal procession came into the great hall, Tom put Tina on the empty throne on top of the cake. Hold, Tina, hold, he whispered. Tina remained perfectly still. She looked exactly like one of the white sugar mice. The royal procession was led by the king and queen. The queen was very fat. She loved to eat more than anything else in the world. As soon as she saw all the cakes, she clapped her hands with delight. Let's start tasting them, she cried. Be patient, my dear, said the king. First, let's see what they look like. The chief pastry cook bowed. The trumpets blew and the judging began. The royal party went from cake to cake and examined each one carefully. The king just looked, but the queen ate a piece of each. She tasted round cakes, square cakes, tall cakes and small cakes. Finally, she tasted a big, rich cheesecake. Mmm, delicious, she cried. It's the best of them all. But we haven't seen them all, dear, said the king, turning to Tom's cake. High on the pink sugar throne, Tina sat perfectly still. <gasps> Beautiful, exclaimed the king as he looked at the cake. Beautiful, exclaimed the rest of the court. Just then, a fly landed on the end of Tina's nose. Hold, Tina, hold, whispered Tom. At first, Tina didn't move, but then her whiskers twitched just a little. Eek! shrieked one of the ladies of the court. A sugar mouse moved! She gasped, then she fainted. The other ladies screamed and drew back. See, my dear, exclaimed the king, that sugar mice look so really frighten all the ladies. This cake is a masterpiece. Oh, nonsense, said the queen. The cheesecake is the best. Then she ate another piece bigger than the first. At this moment, the palace cat walked into the great hall. He walked straight to Tom's cake put his front paws on the table and sniffed. Tom's heart sank. Hold, Tina, hold, he whispered. Suddenly the cat took a big swipe at Tina. He missed by hair, but Tina stayed perfectly still. The whole court was in an uproar. Did you see that? exclaimed the king as the cat ran off. Even Puss thinks the sugar mice are real. This cake is a work of art. Fiddlesticks, said the queen. Then she helped herself to still another piece of cheesecake. The chief pastry cook coughed nervously. <coughs> uh, perhaps your majesty would care to taste the sugar mouse cake, he said, bowing to the queen. Then he picked up a knife and turned to Tom's cake. When Tom saw the knife, he wanted Tina to run for her life, but he was so frightened he couldn't make a sound. At first, Tina didn't move, but when she saw the knife right over her tail, she flicked her tail out of the way. 
the chief pastry cook jumped back. <gasps> Forgive me, your majesty, he gasped. I thought I saw one of the, the sugar mice move. Oh, my good man, said the king. You need a long rest. You are seeing things. As for me, I have seen enough. The sugar mouse cake is certainly the winner. Oh, ridiculous, snapped the queen. The cheesecake is the winner. It's so delicious. I, I'm going to have to have some more for lunch. Then she ordered that the cheesecake be taken to the royal chamber. I fear the queen and I do not agree, the king said to the court. We cannot choose a new chief pastry cook today. Then he ordered that Tom's cake also be taken to the royal chamber. I'll feast on its beauty always. When Tom heard the king's order, his heart sank. He didn't know what to do. But as the two cakes were carried off, he whispered, Don't worry, Tina. I'll rescue you. Tina remained perfectly still. That night, when everyone had gone to sleep, Tom tiptoed down the hall toward the royal chambers. But it was no use. Ten palace guards guarded the door. Suddenly, Tom had another idea. He went outdoors and put a tall ladder across the moat to the window of the royal chamber. Then he climbed to the top and looked in. The king and queen and Tina were all asleep. The king snored peacefully, but the queen tossed and turned in her sleep. She had finished the cheesecake and had eaten all the cookies in her silver cookie box, too. Tina still sat on the little throne and dreamed that she was back in the flower pantry. Tom was wondering what to do next when suddenly he saw something that made his blood run cold. Creeping towards his cake was the hungry palace cat. Before Tom could rap on the window to warn Tina, the cat leaped up and took a great swipe at him. He missed Tina, but his paw went through the cake and hit the little music box, which had been baked inside. It started to play. And Tina and the Queen woke up. Tina tried hard to hold still, but she couldn't. She began to dance. When the Queen saw Tina dancing, she screamed and fainted. Tina jumped off the cake and ran. The cat ran after her. The king woke up and shouted for the captain of the guard. The captain of the guard shouted for the court physicians and Tom fell off the ladder into the moat. When the court physicians arrived at the queen's bedside, they threw water in her face and she opened her eyes. A sugar mouse was dancing on that cake, she gasped. The court physicians put their heads together and whispered for a moment. Then one of them spoke. Your Majesty, he said, it is quite clear you had a nightmare from eating too much cake. The Queen closed her eyes and shuddered. I promise that from this moment on, she said, I'll never eat too much cake again. In the morning, Tom read a royal proclamation on the kitchen wall. It said, Whereas the Queen and I do now agree, we hereby do proclaim the sugar mouse cake to be the best cake in the kingdom. Be it known, therefore, that Tom 
shall become the king's chief pastry cook. We summon one and all to attend the ceremony this afternoon at three. When the other cooks read the proclamation, they gasped. Then, with worried looks on their faces, they turned to Tom and each took off his hat. I always knew your cake would win, one of them said. Oh, so did I. Me too. Good old Tom, said the others. They tried to slap him on the back and shake his hand, but Tom ran and hid in the flower pantry. Tina was gone, and Tom wished that he had never made the sugar mouse cake. That afternoon, the king made Tom his chief pastry cook and proclaimed the sugar mouse cake a royal treasure. After a small lunch of weak tea and toast, the queen was able to attend the grand parade in Tom's honour. Flags waved, trumpets blew and everyone shouted, Three cheers for Tom! The king even presented him with the queen's silver cookie box. But Tom was the saddest person in the kingdom. That night he went to bed with a heavy heart. Although now Tom slept in a fine soft bed, he tossed and turned and had all sorts of bad dreams. Alas, poor Tina, he called out in his sleep. No sooner had Tom cried out than he was awakened by something. It was a soft tapping sound. Tom got up and opened the door and looked down the hall. He looked in the cupboard and under the bed, behind all the curtains, and finally he said, I must have dreamed it. As soon as he said this, the tapping started again. Suddenly Tom turned and stared at the Queen's silver cookie box on the table near the bed. He lifted the lid and out jumped Tina. She was so happy she turned somersaults. She did cartwheels. She danced and she stood on her head. She did all of her tricks except one. She didn't hold still. Tom was so happy. He laughed and he cried and he hopped up and down. He even put on his chief pastry cook's hat. Oh, let's celebrate, he cried. And Tina jumped right onto his shoulder. Then Tom ran all the way to the kitchen and made Tina some of her favourite little cakes. She nibbled each crumb with squeaks of delight. And before long, she was fast asleep in Tom's pocket. From that day on, they lived happily ever after. Wasn't that an exciting story? You've got to love that dear little mouse, Tina. And I love what the king says about Tom's cake when it's taken off to the palace. I will feast on its beauty always. Seems like there are so many things in life we could say this about. I will feast on its beauty always. If this story painted any pictures in your mind, do get busy drawing and send us your masterpieces to www.journeywithstory.com. Just click on the contact form, fill it in and attach your drawing there. Cheerio then. Join me next time for journey with story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.